Hey everyone, you're listening to Radio 1190, 1190 AM, 98.9 FM, in the Boulder Valley. Um, my name's Zach Marshall, and uh, today we had Taro do a live performance in studio. Really excited about that, and uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about his process and about uh, an upcoming little EP he has, as well as a big like little little west coast tour coming up so um so yeah tell me a little bit about yourself if uh if you don't mind hey um i'm taro i've played music for about 10 or or so years i've done electronic music for about eight years with my laptop and i'm really excited to be here heck yeah so um Tell me a little bit about this new upcoming uh, EP that I've heard it's called the Impermanence EP. Yeah, so the new EP is about my new sort of finding a balance in life of letting things go and just being content with the way that things are currently. And these tracks just felt really new. I made a project a long time ago and uh, a couple other like bands and I put out a bit of music before and I just kind of wanted to try something new and like reinvent myself a little bit and just be okay with like mistakes and allowing new errors to to pop up and just accepting those things as well as the the good moments that come out of lots of time spent making music awesome so i know you did a lot of traveling and you're about to do a lot of traveling this year uh just kind of tell me some of your favorite spots maybe uh places that inspired you a little bit um for this new record okay yeah um guatemala i spent some time there um and had an amazing time just being around volcanoes and uh, see, going on a lake and recording all these sounds of like water lapping up on the shores or like um, you know just going all around and uh, for example I had these 
these women were making tortillas and just the sound of them slapping them in their hands and they allowed me to record them um, in this small village on Lake Atitlan. And just a bunch of, I love recording sounds when I travel, so that was one place I spent some time. I did a lot of stuff in Seattle as well, which is just a place very near and dear to my heart. Um, and obviously Boulder and Colorado being back here has been really fun. I can't wait to get some snow recordings before I head out to uh, Berlin. Yeah, it's really fun to just go out there and crush it up in your hands and uh, f- feel the burr, um, if you know what I'm saying, and really capture the uh, the essence. Oh, yeah, I capture the essence for sure. And um, that's awesome. I, I, I definitely um, have always admired a lot of your really interesting percussion in the samples that you use. Um, uh, in case of you miss it in studio... Dan Taro just took a sip of water from a hydro flask. Yep, there you go. Um, so we're going to sample that. Going to go back into the archive. Um, it was intentional. Yeah, so, okay, okay. Tell me about the difference. I, I'm going to clarify for a lot of people out there who may be wondering, what's what's up with the transition from Grotto to Taro? Can you tell me, like, Dan, Dan's old project used to be called Grotto. But now Dan is Taro. Well, Grotto just seemed seemed like a different time in my life. Um, most of the songs were pretty old, and I've been making a lot of new music, and I just kind of wanted to get it out there. So the single that I put out recently, Lurk, is the first of the first single I've been really happy with, I think, in a long time, and it's kind of gotten me excited about putting out music again because it's kind of a pain. Most people don't really understand how how much time and effort it takes to put out music. Of course. So, you know, from distribution to um, playing shows to going on tour, all these things kind of add up and take a toll. But all I really want to do is just be playing music. Awesome. Yeah. So I I, I know, as you mentioned, you have some shows coming up. Uh, Where can the people and listeners of 1190 come check you out next? Yeah. So we have a couple shows. It's called the the Tarot Milk Tour. I'm going on tour with Whole Milk. Um, So on Friday, we'll be playing... Um, a show with fashion it's called the Fashion Jackson Show and on Saturday evening you can catch us at Fort Green at about 8pm and then we will be headed all over the west coast, headed through California and Nevada and uh, yeah it should be a really good time yeah and you can find a lot of that stuff on uh, Instagram and on Facebook I know you also have uh, what's that called uh band uh bands in town bands in town if people use that i don't if you, yeah, i'm not sure anymore i'm really not sure that stuff like i i i've never had a bands in town account but i always get emails saying hey you're playing a show and we're putting it in our app and uh so i'm like cool um yeah so it's there but mostly i'll just keep tarot tunes on instagram updated yeah follow at tarot tunes if you want some more updates um and uh, also on Facebook as Taro. Um, so what's your relation to The Root? Um, it's long-standing. It's, uh, I kind of, I don't look like it, but maybe it was a, it was, it came, the name Taro um, kind of is, I think, Japanese, but I might be getting that wrong. But I just, I love, um, I love anything Taro, the Taro, like purple breads and uh, Taro Wonderful. milk. Yeah, uh, there's there's great taro boba available on the hill. Mm. Um, Does it uh, have the chunks of taro in it? 
I, I, you know, I don't think so. And I think oh. that's something that uh, really needs to be uh, reevaluated about uh, Boulder as a whole is we don't have any yeah. chunks in. I might uh, feel more welcome if there was a bit more taro here. Taro milk teas. It's really about the synthesized ingredients. Um, it's probably not too popular here to have like fake things, GMOs and fake tarot i'm not a fan of fake tarot if there are some yeah. fakes out there i know there are like six other spotify's on tarot yeah similar very can, in a similar way we can call them out you know uh we yeah. can really just say that if you're listening this uh, is the one and only tarot well um, there are other ones but technically i mean you should you could enjoy my music if you'd like you could you could yeah, you have to you sort should. through spotify a little bit <laughs> yeah so um Awesome. Yeah, I uh, uh, I had some more questions for you about uh about this upcoming record. How do you say that the the music style has changed since uh Grotto and since your last album Spring Drips? Well, I really got into um funk which uh did not influence the album in any way. And then from there, I moved on to stop listening to a lot of music for a second for at least a day and then I and I kept up listening to music like normal and I, I started to find a lot of new songs online and through like European labels and a lot of oh I spent a lot of time in Beijing actually that's kind of when I started to write a lot of the, the newest music um, they have a really amazing techno scene there and I was not expecting to find that but in a city of about 25 million people there's got to be some people that are into electronic music and so I started to give lectures and uh, play some like illegal raves there and so I started to go to studios as well. And so I have a couple of friends that put out music and have labels in Beijing. And so that really started to influence the music. And so I went to a bunch of sessions like mastering and writing music in these like amazing studios in these flats in Beijing. And I think that subconsciously that started to, to become a part of the music, a part, along with these um, jam sessions that we do with like 15 electronic yeah. musicians all hooked up over Wi-Fi and we're all playing music. And uh, That's it crazy. just becomes these like noise walls almost, but... Some of it, some of the music was beautiful, and spending time listening to uh, traditional Chinese instruments too. I don't know all these things. I guess it's hard to know all of your influences, but I yeah. think that that was a huge portion of it for me. That's awesome. And so I know you're you're making a little move over to Berlin. Um, another B town. Another B town: Boulder, Berlin, Beijing, Boston. Not uh, Boston. Brandonsville, um, and uh, uh, Bread Town. Uh, so yeah, tell me about um, <laughs> what are what are you excited about for Berlin? What are what are you looking forward to do? Just tell tell us like kind of what what your agenda is. Okay, I have to find a place to stay, and then I probably will meet people. That's the next thing. I don't really know. It's a big move going somewhere where you don't know who's there, and then yeah, you don't really know too much about the place you're staying. So I have a place for a couple nights, and then. It's kind of an adventure, which I'm so excited about. Like, that's part of this impermanence awesome. thing is, like, accepting that you don't have too much... You don't have a ton of control in life. And uh, I'm so excited to have another just huge adventure in my life to spur some creativity and ideas. And But Berlin is amazing. I'll, I hope to play a lot of shows. I'm booking a new tour in Berlin for when I get there. And um, I hopefully will release this album on a, a record label in Berlin when I get there as well. That'd be awesome. But yeah. before then, some more music will probably come out. Yeah, of course. I know uh, you you have some singles kind of on on the come up, and uh, 
you can definitely find those on Spotify. Where, what platforms are you on so people can check you um, out? Deezer is the big one. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we have Spotify, iTunes, um, kind of Amazon, Google, uh, you know, places. Oh, YouTube, free. All of it. Please don't pay for my music. It makes zero sense. There's like one place. I think you can pay for it on iTunes, but it's free. Just take the music for free. Just listen to it. Just, just steal it. I thought someone paid for it the other day, and I was like, Did, "This must have been an accident." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I what what happened to me the other day is I had three dollars on Bandcamp that someone gave to me. And uh, I realized I didn't have a PayPal account set up for the Bandcamp. And uh, Bandcamp was just like, okay, you didn't take your money fast enough, so we're taking it back. And so they just took it back, and I was like, that's okay, yes. Imagine if you sold a lot of music. Uh, yeah, imagine if I sold hundreds of dollars, and then I have to chase after Bandcamp on this big... It, it it's a whole thing you know that we could really get into and and dissect but um but uh, i think it as long as you're listening to music right i think it doesn't really matter where i listen to most of my music matters. on spotify and youtube and random blogs and stuff where i can find it but you know no one pays for music it seems these days of course yeah so uh do you uh, we'll we'll do a little bit more. It's, I know we we got another show coming up in the next hour. It's about eleven fifty four. Um, for y'all tuning in, we got forty three seconds, forty five seconds, and forty six seconds into eleven fifty four. Counting down to eleven ninety. Eleven ninety a.m. Um, and so, what are some of your non musical influences? Would you say? Because. Uh, Everyone's always asking, what bands are you inspired by? No, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear what, uh, are there any weird uh, creatures? Are there any art forms? Or are there any uh, films, audiobooks, movies that you are really inspired by right now and you would recommend people to check out to seek that inspiration? Yeah, I think for musical inspiration... I've been getting into Buddhism a lot. Like reading the Tibetan Book of the Dead is pretty interesting, or um, books about music, like musicophilia, and t- and talking about things like the effect of music on the brain and it's people a great that book. M- people that will listen to you know a symphony and then they might perceive it as like pots and pans clinging together, or yeah, people that have been struck by lightning and then change their whole lives who are mostly non-musical to then p- play piano or something like that. So it's a bunch of interesting things but i also just like reading and getting lost in these other worlds i think uh, that's a that's a super inspiring thing that and taking the train i just love either writing music on the train and just yeah. looking out the window and kind of getting lost in that and then you're in like a new environment for a moment and then you're gone and so uh, yeah i just love riding the train or like the train's really nice yeah just when you're not driving or even driving just driving up to b-town and driving just up, yep all the hazy lights and of the city kind of that was super inspiring to me also yeah i it's it's usually really nice at night and um right now it's kind of snowy so we'll see how it is tonight uh it's very pretty out but yeah it's 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 been an honor having you in the studio uh thank you so much excited to see what you have to do we love you um and check out dan's music tarot tunes on instagram tarot on facebook Bandcamp, all the platforms thank you so much yeah no Thanks for coming It's a pleasure to play here. Um, And yeah, just uh, stay tuned for some of uh, Dan's music. Two shows this weekend. Uh, 
one at I think it was 2700 Arapaho uh, Avenue or street, street in in Denver Arapaho Street in Denver so not in Boulder because there's also 2700 Arapaho in Boulder and you know that's that'll be real awkward um and then also Fort Greene on Saturday so definitely check out Dan's music before Dan's off into the big world so well it'll still be out there it'll still be out there yeah it it, it's we're actually working on erasing it all right now yeah i'm gonna delete this stuff yeah we're gonna delete the album it's gonna be an album destruction can we delete this this interview right now yeah i'm i'm gonna delete it um okay thank you for listening we're gonna delete all records and traces of this interview bye bye